0: absolute sports betting degeneracy.
1: Hey everybody, arch here and it is Thursday. Max, what's going on?
0: Well, you know guys, I've I've been told that at times it can be a little abrasive, uh a little mean. Um I you know, I I think of myself as high road Max at times. Now it's time to be a little humble Max. I have an apology to uh, you know, I'm going to say it to my favorite co-host of a podcast. Um I I, I I said something on yesterday's show that I I feel really bad about So, I'm, Um Saxy Maxie, I'm sorry, your brain cells are really good. You you remembered the thing I forgot about yesterday. And uh, it was that Zach Granky was the guy I wanted oh. to pair up with Kyrie to go cross country and have adventures. And and Maxi messaged me, he's like, Hey, wasn't it Zach Granky? I was like, Holy shit, the copious amounts of drugs that you've done haven't destroyed your fucking brain. <laughs> i i'm impressed so uh maxi i'm sorry uh and thank you thank you very much sex panther i'm stunned and and kind of i don't know what to say
2: because he's leading up to this and he's talking about his favorite dgen his favorite co-host and i was like what i do this time and it's not even me so fuck fuck you max (laughs)
1: I knew it wasn't me, and I don't really care.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's funny too. Is I, I've, I've, I've really, I've settled into the fact that like I am the least liked or least popular of the D gens on the podcast. I, and and as we add more people, like Kyle, it's like man, I keep going further down that list. Uh, you know, if, if you're part of the book club. We have this, uh, you know, one of the, the, the rooms of spicy memes and I posted a meme yesterday and Phil responded to the meme. He he responded to the, his response got more likes than my actual <laughs> meme did. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, I am really down on the popularity list at this point. Phil's coming in here. I uh, you know, just just taking over. My God! Like I, I am, mm-hmm. I am, I am the least popular D-gen. i, I uh, j- Unbelievable! Uh, meme- I know Panther's the man of the people, but me being the least popular—I I didn't see that coming.
1: Your meme was actually pretty funny, though. I like that one. I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. I thought
2: it was pretty good.
0: Pan- Panther, you like the meme, right? Dude, we get some really good memes in there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> really good memes.
0: Anyway, uh, you know what's meme worthy? I would say is one Adam Silver. I'm sure, you know, you can probably uh, uh, superimpose him with like Quark from uh, Star Trek or something like that. Or, you know, there's there's probably a lot of uh, memes that could go on about Adam Silver. But there's one thing that Adam Silver talked about yesterday that uh, has me uh, a little hopeful, hopeful for uh, the the National Basketball Association and then also uh, college sports. So uh, Adam Silver mentioned that uh, he hopes for the NBA draft age limit to be moved back to 18 years old. Of course, that uh, moved to a uh, 19 as the limit back in 2005. That required the uh, athletes to either play overseas for a year or, you know, do a fraud scam year one year in college before being able to be eligible for the NBA Uh, When it happened at the time, I, I was floored with how stupid it fucking was, and it just seemed like, holy shit, I don't think this was on Adam Silver's watch, this was on David Stern's watch. And it was, uh, how much money did the NBA get from college basketball? Like, I mean, what was the fucking payola to say, hey, we we need these stars for at least one year for our tournaments before we give them to you? Because Adam Silver's like, fuck you. If someone's going to be the next Kobe Bryant, (laughs) someone's going to be the next uh, uh, Kevin Garnett, I want them in the league immediately. Fuck you. They're 18 years old. If they go off to war, they can fucking come play in the NBA. Panther, I know you agree. You know, shockingly, I actually do agree.
2: And it's not because I think the high school players are ready to take on the best players in the NBA. But I do think it's because the rule in of itself is stupid. It, it actually hurt college basketball. These guys going on for one year. You had Perry down at Kentucky literally just loading up on one-year players, just seeing if he could do a patchwork all-star team of 18-year-olds. Uh, didn't work. I mean, he's good, but I don't think it turned into very many national championships. But the the, the idea that these high schoolers were really that relevant or that important, we didn't have that many high schoolers being drafted. We we talk about Kobe and Kevin Garnett and Moses Malone, and and we can go back for decades and find these high schoolers. But there really isn't that many. So if you've got a LeBron James that – is good enough to come out of high school and make it to the nba fuck it let them why do we want one year of college basketball it's just stupid
1: agreed i agree 100 percent. it hurt college basketball it kind of hurt the nba too you know I, if they're that good coming out of high school yeah I'll draft them allow them to be drafted and it's it, the, the water's got so muddy now with this name image likeness bullshit exactly they're, they're getting right. paid
0: to go to college yep. Mm-hmm. so let, let the person mm-hmm. let the person decide who they want to get paid by and and honestly uh i think if you go for the draft if you go for, and you're not drafted i think you should be eligible to play in college i think that needs to be the alternative you're allowed to have like agents now for the name image likeness thing so i think that if you declare yourself for the draft you should still be eligible if you don't get drafted to go uh, play in, right. in college i think that's the best of both worlds there you know uh listen if a team wants to fucking take a chance on on, on kwame brown that, that that team should have the chance to take a fucking chance on kwame brown if kwame Kwame Brown does not get drafted, and he can go fucking play on, you know, Kentucky or something like that for a season, and, and show that holy shit, Kwame Brown sucks. We should never draft him. Then you know that that's what should happen. That should be the natural evolution of Kwame Brown.
2: Well, you know, you bring up a pretty interesting point too with the NIL deals. Um, it, it, it's kind of like a, a college athlete or a, a high school athlete kind of has a choice because I've seen. A few of these nil deals close to the three million dollar range. Um, you know, and some of these rookie contracts going into the NBA, some of them aren't even that high. Like they, they get shit for rookie contracts. They the the player might choose to go. Well, fuck it, I'm gonna go to college at least for one year, see if I can raise my stock and move up into the draft or something. Uh so there's choices here. It's doing kind of what you want it to do, Arch. It's turning college, it's turning. College basketball essentially into like the G League Mm -hmm. of uh, of the NBA. We just can't wait for college football to do it, right?
1: College football—that—that's a—I don't even know if you can fix that disaster. I don't know if that can be fixed because it's the SEC and everybody Mm -hmm. else. Mm
0: -hmm. I and uh, okay, so same thing. I don't—I don't want to be a contrarian. I don't want to seem like I'm inconsistent here. I do. I do think across all professional sports. I mean, in baseball. What is it? Fifteen? You can be fucking drafted to in a major league Something team. Something like, like that. I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, really, I, yeah. I think I've told the story on the air. Yeah. When I went to high school, there was our star athlete had you know visitors from the the, the Astros and the Royals so that come visit him, and he was you know a junior in, in high school. So I mean, uh, but I think it should be consistent across all sports. My concern here is I really don't think someone out of high school is ready to play in the NFL. <laughs> I, re- I mean, again, they should have the opportunity to do so. I really think that you need a couple years of college football to be um to, to get into the shape that you need to, because I mean, you see college college players come into the a- a- NFL and, and the speed of it. And they, they're just nowhere near there. I couldn't imagine someone from a top high school, just going right into the NFL. So again, opportunity should be there. Team should, you know, use it with a grain of salt and, 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 and have that power to decide. And the players should have the option to declare and then go play for a college. So I think they should do two things. They should sign a letter of intent with the college and declare at the same time. If they don't get drafted, then they, they, you know, use that letter of intent. Um, yeah, you know, I use the Kwame Brown thing as 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 a, as a joke here, of course, because you remember who drafted him was Michael Jordan when he was the GM of the Wizards, and and that was a huge bust. Uh, he had actually uh, signed to go play, I think, the University of Florida. I think I think it was a Florida uh, college, and and then he you know kind of rebuffed that and went to the draft. Now, if he doesn't get drafted again, like I'm, th- you know, he wouldn't have been able to play college. He would have he would have had to play overseas or something like that, you know, in, until he could have proven himself. So. Um, I, I think the, the best situation here is, yeah, drop it down to 18 years old, let teams make that decision, and give the players the flexibility to kind of toggle between uh, one or the other. And I do think that there's going to be some players that are going to opt for college over the NBA because of the NILs. If, they, if they're tracking to be a second-round pick and they say, hey, listen, I can make a lot of money right out of the gate, NIL, playing for – dot, 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 Duke, playing for dot, 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 North Carolina, Kansas, whatever it is, right? Uh, I have a chance to establish myself and then get into the first round so where the real money is being made. I think players will start to do that as opposed to just automatically saying, yeah, I'm going to go right into the NBA. Uh, there, there's, there's guys that just are not ready i mean how how many you know how many nba players are there i mean it's you, you go down the list and it's like there's a finite number of nba players it's not you know and you have the d league and so forth but I, I don't know. I, I, I think this is a good move for basketball. I think Adam Silver is continually to make his mark, good or bad, on the league. Uh, at the same time, they brought up that stupid fucking in-season tournament that just, you know, boiled my blood. But I, wa- I want to give Adam <laughs> Silver credit this morning. I don't want to talk about his stupid fucking ideas. I want to talk about his good ones because, yeah, I, I am totally on board for this.
2: I think it ends up, be- ends up being much ado about nothing. I mean, the reality is there's not – that many high school players that enter the draft. We might get one or two a year, and I think that would be high. More often than not, they're going to go to college and at least play the one year, if not more, because they need it. They're not done being fully developed, growing, getting stronger, and playing against better competition than their weak-ass high school conferences. So, um, I look, we, we talk about the Kobe's and the Kevins and the Malones and the, those guys – They're extreme examples, even the Kwame Brown who failed. There's not that many high schoolers. So I don't even think this rule really will end up being a difference maker as far as NBA drafts and the future of the NBA. But it probably could be uh, some influence on on college basketball and how they recruit.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely think this is this. This will be really interesting for college basketball teams. (laughs) because <laughs> what if they especially if they go max's path where you know both avenues are open to the you guy, choice right yeah, yeah right yeah that that adds a really interesting wrinkle to college basketball teams and how they're going to be built Their i'll needs, give you my letter of intent
2: as long as i'm not drafted yeah, right. Exactly. right yeah, yeah.
1: They, you'd almost need uh some sort of leeway for how many players you can have on your roster kind uh-huh. of in uh-huh. college basketball uh-huh. you know just yeah. a little
0: leeway yeah for that yeah Again, I think it works out well and then again the, uh, that gives more people the opportunity to get scholarships and more uh, people the opportunity to play for the, some of these teams if they didn't before. It just expands the it just expands the options, expands the pool. Now, the one thing kind of I won't say lost in all of this is I am right now I'm over at NBC Sports. Uh, I'm, I'm I just Google searched, you know, uh, top top NBA players 2022. I don't want to get into this list. But let's just uh, let's just run through the list just so I can say a couple of names and, and tell me what they have in common. Number one is Giannis Anticon whatever the fuck his last name is Giannis. Uh two is Kevin Durant, three is Steph Curry, four is Nikola Djokic, five is Joel Embiid, six is Jason Tatum, seven is Luka Doncic. Okay, we're through the top seven. Three of those players, what 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 do they have in common? They're all international players. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, so I mean to me, like the, the more interesting thing is how can we get international players uh into the league a little bit sooner? Because I think that that set, tends to be the, the, the trend of the MVPs. I mean again, Giannis Luka Jokic. Right there. Uh just uh, you know, imagine imagine if you can you know find a way to you know work with these uh, you know, because I mean these guys were playing professional by the age of like 16 over there, right? And I think Luka was playing you know a couple of seasons professionally before he even came, came to the NBA. Finding the deals with the European leagues to get get players to be able to come over a little bit sooner, whatever the, the financials are there, sponsorship, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Money, money, right? Is money. Uh, that to me what? is, is, is really interesting. It's money, you know, right? I mean, so we're talking what? about Adam Silver here. He's he's the, the newish commissioner. Whoa, of, whoa, uh, whoa. Well, He's he's rather new, right, <laughs> to the NBA. I mean, in the scheme of things, like David Stern was there for so long, and, and Silver's the <laughs> newish one, right? Muscle um, well so, tough. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, uh, get, well, I, get, get, get those international players in sooner is, is my point. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Well, they're not, I mean, they come in
2: as soon as everybody else. The, the age thing is still the same. Luca, Luca came in at 19 years old. I mean, we can't have them at baseball coming in at 15 years old, but they they start paying professionally over there. I think Luca played three years professionally before he came over here at 19. So um, I don't think we're going to do that in the NBA. But to your point, I don't know what's going on between the colleges and the difference in international play. But uh, if I was a GM, I'm looking at international players before I look at these college players.
0: Or the high school ones. Or 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 college in general. Definitely the high school. school. Yeah, definitely high school. Yeah, I think my point was saying is like, we don't want an Arvita Sabonis situation. We don't want the greatest player possibly to never have played in the NBA until he was like out of shape and old and still was pretty fucking good. Like we want to give the opportunity for these international players as you know, as, as soon as they can to not get into these contracts with the European leagues. So I think dropping that down to 18 gives a little bit more flexibility there that maybe when they're 16 or something like that, they sign a two year contract knowing that they can apply for the NBA right after that or have like that player option or something like that for, you know, the, the third year to test the waters in the NBA draft. I'm, I'm just saying a one less year, I think gives it a little bit more uh, chance that we can get some of these really great international players sooner before they sign or they find success in, in the Euro leagues. And then it's kind of too late, you know? All right. Yeah, yeah. Great. Anyway. It's probably time That's for a breather. Let's talk about the book club, right? We kind of already talked about the book club. Uh, some shenanigans happened in the book club yesterday. Uh, Panther said I wasn't funny. That happened. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, But yeah, some other fun stuff happened there too. User picks, Arches picks. Uh, We talked about the parlay in there. Uh, Spicy memes, I mentioned it before. How do you get access to the book club? It is quite easy. It's a few easy steps. Step one, there is a link in this description. If you do not like to click on links in the description, if you just are on your phone or you want to type something in, it is the, T-H-E-D-Gens.net. That's right. If you go to the gens, it redirects you to our Patreon, where you can then... Uh, support us with $25 a month. That is it. That is all we are asking for access to this private Discord channel that has all this fucking fun and all this great content. You, too, can get that content if you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie Anywhere, Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. That's right. You can cape up for Max if he's your favorite. I, I really, uh, man, the, you know, Panthers, Panther was really whining yesterday about the fucking abuse that he gets there. I think that, I mean, that was all with love. I mean, when, when they abuse me, it's just complete hatred and scorn you know so th- take that panther i mean they actually love you they celebrate you that's why they tease you me they attack me because they they just they just hate me
2: and can can i take this like 10 seconds to abuse arch we never get to abuse Arch, but i i would like to make a parlay rule and the parlay rule needs to be this we don't fade otani as part of the, the <laughs> parlay can, can, can that be a thing oh you, we're
1: looking at pick records <laughs> Is, you're, you're okay okay <laughs>
0: You're asking for it. You're asking for it. Man. <laughs> I'm asking for it. <laughs> All right,
1: baseball. Oh, baseball. What do we got? We t- should we just start in Toronto and just take the easy money?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm going to take a small market team here to kick things off. The Los Angeles Dodgers, still in St. Louis. Uh, of course, Tony Gonsolin got rocked yesterday. That boosted his ERA up to two point zero two, and and that's what happens when I, I curse someone on this on the show by applauding. Their league leading ERA. Uh, Dodgers though, listen—they came came back from the deficit. They won the game anyway. Um, and, and what I'm going to try to do today is not curse one nine and one Tyler Anderson. Uh, Anderson has not been his sharpest over his last four games, but man, the Dodgers have still won three of those four starts. He's matching up against Dakota Hudson who has had just a complete up and down season now. His, his last outing was fucking great. You you kind of like rewind before that, not so good, Al. I think the Dodgers showed yesterday that when they decide to show up, when the Los Angeles Dodgers decide to play baseball, they can pretty much beat up on most teams including the average teams like St. Louis. Going into this All-Star break, I expect the the Dodgers to just say, "Hey, we want to go in hot. We want to go in with a nice win streak." And that's what they're going to do today. $10 bet on the Dodgers. You know, what's interesting is the first two
2: games, they've scored a combined 26 runs between the two of them. We've had seven, six outcomes in both of these games. The Cardinals have shown they're not intimidated by this Dodger pitching. And I think we get more of the same today. You know, even though Anderson has that sparkling record, he still has a slightly above three-point ERA. Uh, So I think the Cardinals can get to him. Uh, Dakota Hudson can definitely be gotten to. I could see another, you know, 6-5, 7-6 type game again today. I just couldn't get to a side. I'll lean the Cardinals with that plus line.
1: I'm leaning the Dodgers with you. It's just, I'm just not quite there. Because, yeah, you're right, St. Louis They're not intimidated. They stand up toe-to-toe with the Dodgers. Maybe it's all the success they've had in the past. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'll lean the Dodgers
0: here, but I'm a little worried. All right. Uh, Next and last one up for me. Let's talk uh, Chicago, Minnesota. Uh, White Sox uh, salvaged their last series against the Guardians. They won their last two of that four-game set. Now heading to Minnesota, uh, looking to make up some ground On the AL Central Leaders, Uh, Twins only five games ahead of the White Sox, which just seems absolutely fucking insane to me. As bad as the goddamn White Sox have been all goddamn season, they win this series and they're kind of right back in the thick of it, heading back into the break. Uh, Of course, the issue here is, did I mention that the White Sox suck? Have have, have I said that before? The White Sox fucking suck. Um, Twins have had their number all year, too. Minnesota's five and one in the season series so far. What I like, though, is, is is Johnny Cueto out there. He's pitched incredibly well lately, coming off of his best start of the year. Uh, Twins going to put Sonny Gray out there, which, uh, you know, you look at him, he's coming off of his worst start of the year. Now, I, I expect Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray's is a good pitcher. I expect him to bounce back. But I still like Cueto in this matchup. And I, I think Chicago has the edge with this plus line. Whew. $10 bet on the White Sox. I
2: completely agree. I love Cueto. I vintage Cueto like Cincinnati Red Johnny Cueto we're seeing here did not think he had this in him but I do expect Sonny Gray to rebound and if you look at the recent history the Twins offense is just better than the White Sox the White Sox cannot get out of their own way offensively and that's what I worry about is whether or not they will give Johnny Cueto the run support he needs I'm leaning the White Sox I just couldn't get there
1: I agree with you, Max, 100%. I love the White Sox. With this plus 143 we're getting? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I do think the Twins win, but I think we got enough value here to warrant a bet on the White Sox. who are They're bad, but on the other hand, maybe they're not as bad as we think. A little bit. 13 bucks on the White Sox.
0: Uh, they are a manager away from winning the AL Central. Uh, that's it for me. Panther, what else you got? Oh, you
2: would think you would think when a team that's actually in the wild card fires their manager, that'd be a wake up call for Chicago. But uh, apparently not. Hey, hey, nah, hey they, don't, they, look,
0: they... don't look now. The, the Orioles have won ten straight games, and they are creeping <laughs> up on fucking Toronto in the wild card right now. So you know, you heard it here first. By the way, guy, you download and listen to every single episode. You got to remember what was it? A couple weeks ago, we said, "Holy shit, the Orioles are probably gonna make the playoffs." Remember we were talking about like a futures yes, odds, yes, like yes. The whole, the, my whole joke about getting Panther a wedding present of, of of the Mets, and then I changed it to the Orioles making the playoffs. So it could happen, Panther. You could cash on that one. Good cash. You know who's in the way though is those uh, Seattle
2: Minesweepers. Those won ten in a row themselves. Not on that game, but a game I'm on. The Cincinnati Reds are giving the Yankees absolute fits. And they're going to put Luis Castillo on the mound going against Nestor Cortez. Cortez has doubled his ERA over the last month. I mean, it still looks good, but it's not that sparkling Cy Young 1.3 he had just a month ago. Cortez can be gotten to. And the value with Castillo, i, I look, it's there. I don't know if they can beat the Yankees two out of three, but at plus 175,
0: I'll take a flyer 10 bucks on the Reds. I, I honestly don't hate that play. And I'm going to say a couple I won't say controversial things. I'm going to say a couple things interesting about the Yankees is all of their like stellar pitchers have started to regress a bit lately. Going into this last couple of weeks, they're five and five as a team. All, that huge lead that they had over everyone. They're only a couple of games ahead of the Dodgers and the Astros right now in, in the standings something's up with the Yankees I don't know if it was just again fool's gold with their starting pitching because I mean that that starting rotation was pitching well above any of our fucking expectations and there was only room to kind of progress from there Uh, or if something else is up Uh, the funny thing too is there's rumors that they are eyeing up Castillo in the the (laughs) trade market right now so I mean this is kind of an audition if you will uh, for for, uh, him to be in pinstripes I, the way that their pitching has done in the first half of the season, you would think, oh no, we let let's spend money elsewhere, maybe you know reinforce bullpen or something like that. But how their pitching has played the last couple of weeks, could be Castillo ends up in the Yankees. Uh, I, I think the Yankees win this one. I can't bet it. I'll lean New York here, but I do not hate your play with that with that plus line Panther.
1: I'll lean the Reds with you, Panther, but uh, it's not a game I'm going to bet. I just I can't envision the Yankees losing again.
0: All right, let's see
2: if. Uh get you on this game we'll talk about boston going to south florida take on tampa bay Uh, cutter crawford what kind of pitching name is cutter mama knew he was going to be a pitcher when they named him cutter crawford going against rasmussen for the rays you know we were talking about how great the red Sox were in june they have completely regressed in july in the midst of a four game losing streak going against rasmussen i think tampa bay home can get this one here so i'm gonna put 10
0: bucks on the double raise to, to clarify you're predicting they're gonna have a four game losing streak because they, they've only lost three in a row they've lost three in a row to the raise in fact and this <laughs> would be the four game sweep that you're looking for here i agree though i like the raise here tons of moral support i could not bet it though if this was maybe like minus 118 119 i'd be all over the raise uh but that is a lot to ask and and vegas uh Says, "Fuck you, Max." So I lean on the Rays. That's right. Uh, (laughs) Fuck you, Max.
1: I'm leaning the Rays as well. Not betting it. It's just a just a just a smidge too chalky for me.
2: All right. Next game up. Let's talk about Houston. Still in L. A. Taking on the Angels. Now that Otani's done pitching, we can go to back to our regularly scheduled shittery. That is the Anaheim Angels. Framber Valdez will take the mound for the Astros, going against Reed. Demers, who we thought was good, right, Max? He had that one little shutout, that no-hitter, and Demers is good, but he really, I think his ERA is being carried by that no-hitter. Uh, I think the Astros take care of business. Going to run-line it. I think they take care of so much of business here. I will run-line the Astros. Should get me right around plus 110 for $10.
0: Because I like you, Panther, you know what I'm going to say? Uh, Detmers, you are a, a a stellar pitcher. You are fantastic. I think you're going to go throw another no-hitter today because you are uh, amazing. Oh, jinx is on. <laughs> you're, just, you're just so great. I think you're going to blank the Astros here. Um, so, yeah, I- I'll lean the Astros with you. A tad bit too chalky for me. Just just a smidge too chalky for yeah. me.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm in the same boat. Just, just a touch over what I wanted to pay at the minus 167. Although, if you can get that... You should grab it before it gets to minus 180. Holy shit. Panther, you're getting minus 101 on that run line.
2: Ah, y'all fuckers. Yep. Uh, an hour ago. All right. You got to find me a run line on this one, too, because we're going to talk about the Braves at Washington. Annibal Sanchez. the aster- I like to call him the asterisk the perfect game that's not in the record books is going to go for the Washington generals, Redskins, whatever the hell their name is. The Braves will throw Kyle, Wright, And the Braves are just going to be the way better team. Animal Sanchez has not been the same pitcher for a long, long time. So I think the Braves can take care of business here. Give me 10 bucks on the run line on the Braves.
0: Yeah, I think the Braves win here. I'm trying to find the, uh, the, the run line for you. Oh, I, it's I bad. It's bad. Get, <laughs> is, 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 is it really bad? Minus 129. you like, Oh wow. shit! I thought it was going to be worse than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing minus one thirty. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Um, the uh the uh, yeah the the money is hammering the Braves minus one point five here, uh, and, and that line is. Uh, that's it's it's getting worse at most books. So I think you're on the right side of that uh, run line here. I, I, I you know, I agree they probably do uh lap them a couple of times here. Uh, Nationals uh, phew, man. We we knew the Nationals were going to kind of be bad, but they're what? Uh 2 years, 3 years removed from a World Series. It's, it doesn't seem that long ago that this team was just like lights lights out. Um it's, it's crazy. Uh yeah, Aline, moral support with you on the Braves. Yeah, leaning the Braves here too,
1: just more than I want to pay, 215 230 whatever. It's too much.
2: Speaking of too much, I don't even know if there's a line. Uh, I just wrote it down. I even put minus, who cares? Give me, the, we got the Omaha Stormtroopers going to cross the border, take mm-hmm. on the Toronto mm-hmm. Blue Jays. Uh, I don't know what the line is, but give me the Blue Jays on the run line. Minus
1: 375 for playing, you know, Whoa, 50, 55. My God. It's like 55% of the
0: Royals or something like that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that That's, that's the, just the line? Yeah. Minus 375. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah,
2: give me the run line. That's so good. Oh give no, no, bucks. no. I'm sorry. I, I I, that's the money
0: I don't, line. I don't. I don't. I don't I, yeah, that's a money line. I don't even see a run line for it. Did you see a run line for it? No, yeah. I say money line. I, I didn't. I didn't see a run line. They're still calculating. Because yeah, there's it's it's, it's yeah. Did uh, you just bet the sweep now?
2: Can you bet a? Can you bet a four zero sweep here? You can. Certain groups can, can. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can bet series prices. Uh, series like that. I, I mean, it's yeah. geez, I mean, it's probably like what for? you know The sweep here. It's probably like. Minus even. Surprise! <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, listen, God. man. Uh, you know, again, I don't, I am just seeing a line right here in minus three seventy five against uh you know half a team. Uh, seems about right. So yeah, uh, fuck it. I'll lean on the Blue Jays. Yeah, lean the uh, post. Post coach bump, by the way, too. Post manager bump. Oh yeah,
1: they fired their manager, and they're playing a Royals team that's missing about forty percent of their players. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a massacre.
0: Lean the Blue Jays. The bump was yesterday. They got the. They got the win uh, after that bump. You expect it to look more yeah, than one that game. That is all, all I've game, got. Panther. One game, Panther. post. I mean, come on. You know, give it a little bit more. Oh, that's all you get is one game. After that, there's no more bump. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just say that about the Phillies. Yeah.
2: Well, I, okay. I am. But-
1: I'm done. I know you are. I'm looking at the Pirates playing the Marlins. I want a piece of the Pirates. Again, plus 155. I like it. Uh, the Pirates should have won yesterday. Names. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Rob Manford's mistake uh, that costs them the game. I will take uh, the Pirates for 13 bucks plus $155.
0: I, I we are late in the game. Would you like to elaborate what that mistake is? Oh no, I'm
1: going to go over it. Too, I'm going to go deeper. You want to yeah. save it? Yeah. Okay, yeah we'll, we'll save it for
0: another show. Well, because we, we, uh, we have some days next week that you can probably just dissect it. A yeah. I'm going to tick
1: through more months and see how this is going.
0: Uh, another another starting pitcher for Miami that's not one of their stellar ones. Braxton Garrett on the mound. He's definitely <laughs> hittable, um, You know, definitely you know, on par with Zach Thompson out there. I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pirates have played them so fucking tough in the series. You're right. It should be Pirates up 3-0 right now. Uh, yeah, it's hard to argue. Moral support lean on the goddamn fucking Pirates.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I think Zach Thompson really shows up last year so I, I think he wants to go out and then maybe they'll show them a little something pittsburgh i'm not calling a shot or anything but if you look at the standings they're not really out of anything mm-hmm. the national league is kind of wide open a nice little 10 game winning streak like seattle and and baltimore and they're in the thick of some things this is not a bad pirate team so with the plus line uh, i will lean the pirates
1: okay that's all i have i'm still looking for a run line I can't. F- well, it's off the board everywhere right now. Yeah, to keep an yeah, eye
0: yeah. on that real quick about uh, about the Orioles, too. Again, if you download listen, to every single episode for a while, they were trending to be one of the you know worst teams run differential in the league. I think now they're only minus six on the season run differential. They are. They're playing some really good fucking baseball. Uh, and and we, you know, we've been saying for a while that they've been a thorn in the sides of the, the AL East. They're just a thorn in everyone's side. I, th- this team is really coming together and, and, you know, they probably fall apart. They probably make, you know, they probably trade off assets uh, uh, before the break. But, uh, man, it's fun. It's fun to watch the Orioles win some games. 21
1: and nine That's in the awesome. last 30.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. Wow. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, and we make a big deal about Baltimore. We're talking about them because nobody saw it coming. But did you realize Seattle's won th- 13 of their last 14, 10 in a row? And they're tied. They're in a three way tie for a playoff spot. So the Minesweepers didn't see this one coming. They're right there as well.
1: You know, and I almost bet them. Almost bet them today. Plus
0: 100 against Texas. It was right there. And, yeah, uh, I did too. They're unlucky. And they're unlucky. Uh, You remember like all these seasons where they've kind of been in the playoff hunt and their luck factor was number one in the league. Now it's like the fifth worst. Ooh. And so (laughs) that's my point is there's an opportunity for them to, you know, with their run differential and, and, and their record, like they, they have a chance of fucking making a run for the playoffs. It's unbelievable. So we'll see what they do. Kind of. I think it's going to be interesting is with the expanded playoffs here. I really think trade deadline is going to be a little bit more competitive this year. I think a lot of teams are going to you know, start putting in some some pressure on the, the big market teams like the Yankees and, and the Dodgers who don't need the assets. Right. I, I talked about Luis Castillo here. So the Yankees don't need Castillo. That's a fucking luxury item for the goddamn Yankees. And now a team, you know, like the Mariners, a team that's on the fringe, a team like the uh, Orioles, if they want to make the playoffs, there's the, there's more of a chance for them to do so. Maybe they're a little bit more competitive to get these players. We shall see.
2: I completely agree. You know, Matt, uh, Seattle had already dealt with Cincinnati before. where so they got Eugenio Suarez over there. Who's his average sucks, but he's hitting home runs and, and doing what he did in Cincinnati. Uh, a team like uh, Toronto, I think with the way Kikuchi and Barrios, although Barrios pitched pretty well his last three games. So maybe he's riding the ship, but that's another team that could use a starting pitcher. You're right. It's probably not the Dodgers, probably not the Yankees, but with, 14 playoff spots somebody's gonna overpay to get some assets absolutely
1: all right i think that's all we had a couple comments here uh i I, the comments got corrupted a little bit so i can't see them all rockies plus one iceberg says and white Sox plus one and a half
0: i I don't even think i gave a look at that rockies game playing Uh, the padres i don't think think you
2: need i don't think you need the plus one it was getting it was getting better for san diego i think rockies Mm. are the
0: play Jeez. Yeah, I I mean I think San Diego should win that one, but man, that's that's a team that you just can't trust. Yeah, the line the line, the line is getting better for for San Diego here. Um, that looks suspicious for sure.
2: Like Snell Factor. <laughs>
0: mm. All right, what do we talk about today? I don't remember
1: anymore. Oh yeah, Adam Silver wants to allow 18-year-olds to play. Is that gonna affect college? Is it gonna affect the NBA? Yes. Or international players the most. It'll be interesting to see. We talked about baseball too, Max. That's it.
0: Yeah, Mutz like Arch, uh, Adam Silver's all about the eighteen-year-olds. Uh, download the DJ's. Goddamn I don't right. Doesn't <laughs> anything but our pigs your picks, anyone's pigs over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, up. please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'm on your side, Arch. I mean, if you can go
2: to a strip club and get a lap dance, why can't you date them? I don't get the difference, Max. I need a pick.
0: Oh fuck! Um, White Sox.
2: I don't
0: hate that, Arch. I guess I'm taking the Pirates.
2: Don't hate that either. Uh, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, I think they get it done today. I thought this was
1: a Blue Jays lock for you. <laughs>
2: I <laughs> go alternate, alternate run line if we can find one. <laughs> Which is minus three and a half. <laughs> I swear. This is, this is the day to go go for everything. Uh, we got the White Sox. We got the Pirates. We got the Devil Rays. Put those three together. That is your DJ Parlay. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But listen, if you want to shoot the shit with us, you've got to get on the Discord. You've got to join the book club. That's where we're at. You get on there and holler our name, and we will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know in any of those formats. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, because it's all make some money,
0: fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.